Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and we are coming to you guys this evening. I am nice and tired. It's just been a long day, a long week, but nothing but the best. Um, this this actually was the week that I celebrated my one year. I gave you guys that one year reflection. Um, I got to celebrate my one year in medical device sales as a full line rep. It's been fun. It's been exciting. And I did a little reflection um, on my LinkedIn that's got a lot of great feedback. So I appreciate everybody who just follows me on there and, and also just tunes in and, and hopefully it was helpful. I had a lot of great people reach back out. So if you guys are looking, um, I try to put on some like uh, inspiration stuff on LinkedIn and also just like this podcast, what I learned. So go check that out. Uh, I just gave like seven tips that I learned during medical device sales in my first year and what's what's hold true, which again, we talk about here on the podcast. But if you guys are watching on YouTube, press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are listening to the podcast, a five-star review helps us get out into the world to let more people know about this awesome industry. If you guys haven't, please feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn at Jacob McLaughlin or new to medical device sales on TikTok and Instagram. And then again, just a couple things go over real quick. These t-shirts I broke in. If you're watching on the YouTube, if you guys can, I'm just showing the t-shirt. It says new to medical device sales, sending this out to people who break in, reach back out to me, who've, you know, uh, got the book, who's gone through the podcast, who've learned from me. I just want to give you guys a little present. I'm actually going to have to get more made because I've had so many people breaking in and ask for it, which is awesome. So I will get those made and get those shipped out to people. Um, and then lastly, if you guys are interested, I have that book that goes in how I got four job offers, new to medical device sales. Uh, link is in the uh, subscription or description, sorry, not subscription. Um, and then actually, I just finished my second book, which is going to be called First Year In. It's going to be going everything I've learned in my first year tips. I would have wish I would have known just everything that I could give to you guys what I've learned. So when if you guys do break in, or you guys are wondering what the industry is like, you guys can pick that up. I'm hoping to have that edited and, and done here in the next couple of months. I just got it like the rough draft all written up. So we'll be working on that. But today, you know, after I was doing my my one year reflection, you know, I've been so blessed to just be where I'm at, have the success I've had, but also have such a great community with you guys, people reaching out to me, uh, talking with me, um, wanting to know what I did. And, and it's great. I, I, I feel very fortunate. And I actually just wanted to make a make a post today, make kind of a podcast today to just help you guys. And and all this is, is again, it's always to try to be beneficial and helpful for you guys. But I want to just tell you guys, how can I tell if someone's going to break in? And I've said this on the podcast, usually within the first minute, I can tell if someone will probably break in with medical device sales or not. Um, and I just want to kind of go over, you know, the things I see that will have a candidate who normally is the one reaching back out to me saying they broke into med device sales and the ones who don't. Um, so again, this is always just going to be educational. This is what I've seen. Again, I literally have over a hundred uh, screenshots that I've taken where people have said, I got the job because I've bought your book. I've listened to your podcast, watched your YouTube videos, which is again, amazing. <clears throat> um, but a lot of those people I've talked to on the phone, like you guys know, when you guys reach out to me, I give you a call pretty soon. So I just want to give what I've learned from the people. Again, it's stuff that I did, but I'm now seeing it when I talk to them and now they're constantly breaking in. Um, so it's a lot of fun for me. But 
these are the things I just want to say that will help you stand out, stick out. And again, just, just to make sure you all know, it's no different than anything I've said on the podcast a million times about networking, being prepared, everything that we've talked about. But this is what I'm seeing the people stand out um, when they talk to me, how they come to me. And then I know it's probably going to just carry on in the uh, process. So again, this is within the first week, or sorry, not first week, the first uh, like minute of our conversation. Sorry, I'm so tired as you guys can see. I can't even uh, make things right. But uh, in the first minute, I can usually tell within a conversation if this person will have a chance to break in or if not. So number one, uh, they're, they're excited. They're energetic. So I've, I've had actual tough talks with people where they'll call me and they're like monotone and they sound like me right now where I'm super tired. And I've told them, I'm like, if I was in an interview, I wouldn't move you along. I wouldn't hire you. And those people have never reached back out. Um, telling me they have a job because you guys got to think you're going to be going up against a lot. You have to be able to just be likable. Literally, that's all it is, right? Everybody calls me, what's the first interview like? The first interview is just to see if they like you. They're going to get on a call with you because of COVID. I know I just actually talked with somebody who the manager is now starting to fly out again, which is cool. I didn't experience that, but they're going to just come and see if they like you. That's literally it. So if you're not energetic, if you're not excited, if you're not ready for this opportunity, they're going to pass on you. So when you guys are reaching out to everybody, Everyone, like I can't put that enough to everybody you reach out to. It has to be excited, energetic. You're ready to go. That was one thing that helped me stand out. As you guys know, like I talk about, I'm passionate, I'm happy, I'm excited. Like everybody who talked to me, they would remember me because I was that person. I really had it like I was ready to go, didn't care what to do, uh, what anybody said. I was going to go get this right. That's the people I've seen that are calling me back and getting these job offers. It's it's the ones saying, hey, I was excited. They're that they called me and they're excited. They're energetic. They're just so pumped because the, maybe they haven't broke in, but they're close or they, they're thinking about it. And like the, the amount of times this has been said to me. So again, I just feel fortunate. I'm blessed. Thank you to everyone who said this to me. But they're like, watching your videos have got me has gotten me motivated to break in. And now I'm more, uh, have more fire in me than ever, right? Like that is when I hear that, again, not even the words, it's how they sound in the talk. And if they're energetic, they're ready to go, like, yeah, that's going to most likely do it because, and let me tell you why, because if you're excited and energetic when there's the roller coaster ride, you're going to actually probably push through where most people will quit. So number one, just be energetic, be excited. So if that is not you normally, what I am telling you guys to do is you have to work on this. You have to get yourself in a state where you are happy. You're excited, whatever it is. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's like a song. I don't know, but you guys got to be, even if you're more introverted, you got to come out of that because if you're wanting to be in a job that is talking to people all day and having influence on others, you can't be just like a monotone person. That's not fun to talk to. Who's a drag? Because if you are there, you're not going to get hired. I'm just like, this is, that's what today is all about. If you don't do these things, I'm betting that you're probably not going to get an interview. And if you do, you're probably not going to get moved on because there's a reason for it. Um, so number one, being excited, being energetic. Number two, ready to conquer the world. Like I put this down because it's like the driven, the passion. Like I say, I got told a million times to go to get B2B sales experience. And every single time I was like, thanks, but no thanks. Right? Like I didn't give a, flying, whatever, what anybody said to me. I was so determined. I didn't care what anyone said. I didn't care if it took me a year, two, three, four years. 
I put my mind into breaking the medical device sales and I was going to do it. And I was lucky enough to come in as a full line sales rep because I was confident. I was ready to conquer the world. So again, that comes down to just confidence. Um, I just did a little post on my Instagram the other day on my fitness one where it's like confidence comes from keeping promises to yourself. So if you're not confident, it's because you break promises. For example, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. You don't. I'm going to do this. You don't. I'm going to eat right. You eat pizza. Like <clears throat> it's self-confidence is literally just doing what you told yourself you're going to do. And then you have these little wins that build, 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 build. And that's why you're confident. And I, and I tell people I'm a very confident person, very confident human being. Um, again, we all get kicked down, but like, I literally like when I'm not feeling my best or I'm like the least confidence, it's because of that. It's because I'm not waking up when I know I should be. I'm not hitting my workout at 5.00 AM. I'm not like I'm waiting till later in the day, right? Like it's keeping these little promises to yourself. So the reason I'm saying that for some tough love, if you're not confident, it's because you lie to yourself. You don't do what you should. You don't do what you tell yourself you're going to do. And you're just lying to yourself and you're letting yourself down. So if you are not confident. Work on that. If you say you're going to get up at 7 a.m., you better wake up at 7 a.m. If you said you were going to go walk a mile, you better go walk a mile. If you're going to read a book, read a book. Like, stop lying to yourself. Stop letting your own self down because you're all that matters and actually start doing your stuff. The reason I'm getting so like into this is because this is the world because I promise you like I can't give you this enough. I promise you if you're not confident, you will not last a month in medical device sales because you will have nurses, scrub techs, doctors, tear your butt apart and you're going to put your tail between your leg, cry, go home, run to your mom and hope for a kiss. And there's no kiss coming, right? Like, I don't know why I said that, but again, that's what just came to mind. Like literally med device sales is not where it's like sunshine and rainbows. It's not like, I don't try to sugarcoat it. Like now that I've been in for a year, I have some great accounts, but there's also some accounts that I'm like, gosh, dang it. I have to go here again because it's just not, not fun. Right. And you try to make it the best experience. And it's my job to turn that experience around. But if you're not confident, you will get eaten alive in this industry and you won't last. And you'll, you'll be, you'll just quit. You like, you'll be like, because you won't even get, if you're not confident and you're not doing this stuff, even if you made the associate sales rep, you won't ever get a territory manager because they're like, we don't believe in you. So again, it's just literally just confidence. Again, this is me just being as real as I can be. Um, because this is the other thing I always tell people. I don't, want people to lie to themselves. And like, that's who I am. I'm as, as it goes. So if it hurts your feelings, you don't like it. That sucks. Probably not for you, right? Like that's just who it is. And I, and again, I say this very confidently. I am not for everyone. I am a person who, when I put my mind to something, I'm going to do it. I don't care what anybody says. People can tell me I suck. People can tell me I don't, I'm not going to achieve it. And I'm just going to say, use that hate to motivate, right? Like I'm going to use it to get whatever I want done. Um, and if you're not that person, that's okay. But like, I just try to, let me just make this as clear as I can. When What I'm saying is getting people hired. Like I said, I literally have hundreds of DMs from people taking the advice I have and now they're hired. I got with the top, one of the top companies in the world. I got hired. I'm crushing my numbers. Like again, not a brag, just it is what it is. So if you don't like what I'm saying, it hurts your feelings, whatever, that's cool. Maybe you'll go breaking a med device. Maybe you'll do okay. You probably won't because I haven't met anyone yet who hasn't done great, who doesn't have like a killer instinct. So with that said, you better be ready to conquer the freaking world. So if you aren't, you better work on your self-confidence. You better work on how you're going to prepare for that, how you're going to get yourself better. Um, 
to come into it because the reason I'm saying that it's, it comes down with that excited. But like when I was coming in, they're like, man, this kid's got energy. This kid's just ready to go. He doesn't care. Like when I put together the four hour or five hours, whatever I had to put together, I was excited about it because I knew it could get me to this place. Right. And so what I always just tell people, if you're not ready to conquer the world, you're just not going to, when you get into the interview, you're not going to wow the people, right? If you just do the normal stuff, you got to, you got to be ready to come. Um, so that's number two. Number three, prepared. Everybody that comes to me with prepared questions, even when, because again, I'm busy. I just tell you guys, shoot me your number. When you shoot me your number, I've literally called people within 10 seconds. And then they'll be like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. Almost every time when I hear that, those people have never gotten back to me because they got a job or an interview. They haven't because they didn't come prepared. I always had like, like I tell you guys, come up with three or four questions that you're going to ask every single human being and then add one or two questions that's specific to them and then just see where the conversation goes. And then you can do it that way. So always come prepared with questions, no matter if it's just reaching out, trying to learn from somebody because everybody who calls me who's not prepared and doesn't have a question is just like winging it. No, it, it won't work because like I said, this like for for example, tomorrow I have seven surgeries. I can't just wing it. If I wing it, a surgery is going to go wrong. I'm not going to have uh, equipment that I'm going to need and it's going to be a bad day, right? Not just for me, for doctors and the patient. So you can't just wing it. You have to always be prepared. And again, if we're talking about your interview process, which there's hundreds of people applying for, the people who are going to stand out are the people who come prepared, couldn't do it. And, and literally, <clears throat> I should just say this. I just closed a huge deal um, yesterday. There are going to be three separate purchases. Um, so because of those three large purchases, I'm going to hit my quota in Q2 for my capital. So again, I'm supposed to hit it in Q4. Like yeah, I have four quarters to hit it. I'm finishing up Q2 right now. Possibly early Q3, I will hit my whole quota. And again, it's not a small quota. So I'm hitting a big quota by Q2 or Q3, and then I will have my disposable go. Literally, just because I came prepared. I came down, I had every single quote that I had sent. I had every single email that had been about this uh, uh, conversation. I had every letter that we had, uh, the company that had sent them and being prepared, and I came with every single resource that we would have to do to change stuff up, plus plans to implement these. Because of that, their comment was, you just came so prepared, it's impressive. And after that conversation, they said they were moving forward with all three purchases. So again, I don't just say this because it sounds good. I say this because this is what you're going to have to do once you break into the industry you get in and you want to actually make results. And like I, as everybody knows, you know, how you practice is how you play. For example, if you play, if you practice sloppy, you're going to come out on a game day and you're going to get your butt beat because you're playing sloppy and the other team's not. Exact same thing here. If you guys are interviewing, if you're trying to break in and you're being sloppy and you just don't care in your stuff, that's what managers see is that's how you're going to be once you're in the field. They're not going to take the chance on you. They're not going to pay you a lot of money and give you a lot of responsibility if you can't even do the simple thing of coming prepared with four questions. If you can't do the simple thing of, you know, following up with people, if you can't do the simple thing of, you know, reaching out to reps and just learning, like it still blows my mind to the amount of people that call me every single day and they're applying for a position and they're about to go into an interview and I ask, have you called the reps that are in that division? And they're like, nope, never thought about that. 
Like it's still like I, I look around, like it blows my mind. How are you going to go into a job and like you literally have the people who are doing the job that are going to give you the answers. They're going to tell you how much money you're going to make. They're going to tell you what your lifestyle is going to be. And you didn't think about maybe I should reach out to that person and and see what my life's like. You know, like that's always made sense to me and I've done it since day one. Maybe that's more common sense, but what I've learned is common sense is not common. If you have it, holy crap, you're one of the few. So again, this is me joking around being a little harsh on people, but it's like simple things like that. If you're going to go for a job interview, reach out to somebody who works the job because they're going to tell you what it is. And if you can't figure that out, sorry, you're probably not that resourceful. going to be a tough industry for you to be in because if you can't figure out that and you don't do that on your own, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you when you actually get in and you actually have real problems. Um, so that's a little tangent right there. Last one, because I'm just getting into the mood where I'm tired and I should probably go to bed and take a nap or whatever. But follow up. It's simple. Just shoot a message saying thank you for your time. And this is what I learned. Again, I've, I've talked about it on the podcast before. You can't just shoot a message and say thank you. You can. But if you're sending it to a manager, you just did what everybody else did. What are you doing to stand out? So again, when people follow up with me, I always tell people, you don't need to do like everything I say here on the podcast with me. I don't have any hiring power. I'm just a first year rep giving you guys my experience and what I would do and my advice. Um, and that's that's what I say. So like, again, you don't have to tell me all this different stuff when you reach out to me and, and you follow up with me. But if you guys are reaching out to reps that are in the division that you're reaching out to, to try to get hired, or you're just introducing yourself and you never know there's a job opportunity that could be in that division, you better be doing all the right things, especially if you're talking to a, a rep or a manager. If you're talking to a manager, it's not the time that you can like play around. You have to come prepared. You have to do the little things. You have to follow up because if you do those during the call and it's just a cold call, that's what could turn into you getting a job interview right? Like literally I talk about it all the time. My first job interview, I cold called a regional manager, but I did all that. I came prepared with questions. I talked, asked him about the, um, his division, just wanted to learn from him. Afterwards, I sent him a follow-up message. He then responded back to me and we kept a relationship. And then three months later, the job popped and I was already a final two. I ended up getting the job offer. Um, but again, it all comes down to these little things. You got to be energetic. You got to come prepared. You got to be ready to conquer the world and you got to follow up. Like if you can do those things, you're just going to be those that much closer to getting a job interview and a job offer. Um, and again, like I've talked about, you just got to stand out. You know, like, for example, I just had somebody, I talked to them three months ago and I just had a manager call me about them and asked if they should hire them. And I said, I liked them and I knew who exactly who he was talking about, even though I had talked to him three months prior and I probably have talked to several hundred people in between since I've talked to him, but he stood out. He stood out to me. And so when that manager called me about him, which again, I don't even know how he got my number, but the manager called me. And because of that, that conversation, the manager literally told me, I was thinking about going other ways, but because of what you said and what the success you've had, I want to take a shot on this guy. Literally, I don't even know the manager. He just called me, but the guy stood out to me. He was kind of standing out to the manager. But when I said that he stood out to me and I kind of talked about him, the manager was like, okay, I need to get him in for the final interview. He's now my top two. Right. Like, so it's simple things like that, you guys. So literally, I know this was a little long winded. I know this was kind of maybe like uh, Jacob's kind of tired and should probably go take a nap and go to bed. Um, but literally, guys, everything I say is out of tough love. It's out of like trying to help you guys. I'm not a guy to sugarcoat it. Like I've always just 
this is just my motto. Don't take offensively uh, or offense to this, but it's like, you're either good or you're not. You're, you either suck. You sucks to suck. Like I, I used to say that in high school and it's so funny to say, but it's the truth. If you suck, you suck. Like that's just the reality. If you're good, you're good. Like that, that's it. So you're either going to, you're going to either be great or you're going to suck. Like you, you make the decision. Right. And I, I put that in my post that it's your life. Your life is you choose if it's going to be good or bad. You choose if you're going to have a great life or a bad life. You're going to choose how much money you make. It's all on you. You just have to decide. So it's the same thing here. If you're going to, if you're going to do this, um, for trying to break in and you're just going to half butt it or whatever you want to do, or like not even give your full effort, you suck, you suck, you suck. You're not going to get a job offer. And then you're going to call and you're going to complain. You're going to put, be the victim. And I did this. No, it doesn't work that way. It's either you're good enough and you got the job or you're not. So that's how I feel. That's what stayed true to me. And everybody that I've always, that who's called me and I'm like, I believe they'll break in has broke in. And I believe they should broke, uh, should have broken in. And everybody who calls me and I'm like, they weren't prepared. They shouldn't break in. I don't get a call back from that. And I believe that's the right decision as well. Because again, if you can't do the little things when you're trying to get to that point, you shouldn't have the opportunity to be at the bat. So that's, that's just like the hard truth. So hopefully this is kind of a wake up call for somebody who is, you know, just kind of easing into it and just wanted to see of it. Like if you want to break in, you got to go all in. And if you're not going to go all in, don't waste your time because, because there's people like me when I was trying to break in that I literally dedicated my life. I woke up at 5 a.m. I worked a full-time job, but I still sent out hundreds of messages every morning and every night. I got on phone calls. There was days I got on 14 phone calls on my days off. Like I literally worked so hard to break in for six, six months, nonstop, up and down. And if you can't say you're going to do that, I would crush you. Like I, I just would. And again, when I say me, that's just think there's somebody like, like that behind me that's trying to break in right now. Cause I'm already in, like if I, I got my position, right. I'm good. Now you're trying to break in. There's somebody who's like me trying to break in. Is that you or is it someone else? Because if it's you, you'll be happy with it. If it's not you, you're not going to be happy with the results. So again, that's that I'll stop with that tangent there. But again, this is just always out of love. Do you guys really want the job and are you going to do whatever it takes to get the job? Or are you going to just keep feeling bad half effort, giving a half effort and just not getting the job and then you know, be like, Oh man, this is so tough. Um, so again, it is a tough industry to break into, but if you just work hard and do the things we talk about here on the podcast, and if you guys are listening on YouTube, again, I have a playlist with over, you know, I think we're on episode 65 right now. So 65 plus videos. Plus I just had a YouTube day in the life of a rep. So you guys can check that out as well. But again, I appreciate you guys who, uh, listen to me who support me because this is just the reality. If you guys are listening to me and still supporting me, um, it, it means that you guys are serious and that you're probably going to break in. I, that, and that's just reality because the way I talk and how truthful I am, the people who aren't going to break in and aren't serious candidates, they don't like it because it kind of rubs them the wrong way. It hurts their feelings because I'm just telling them the truth that basically you're not good enough if you're not going to put in all this effort. So again, the fact that you guys still listen and that you're doing this, I appreciate it because it means that you guys are serious and there's a good chance that you guys will break in and I'm excited for that. So again, if you guys are trying to break in and you want to reach out to me, please feel free. I get on phone calls all the time with people. Um, I'm just here to help others. So again, LinkedIn, Jacob McLaughlin, uh, YouTube, you guys uh, can message me. I can, I always come back, 
comment on the messages, but also uh, TikTok and Instagram, new to medical device sales is my uh, handles there. Again, if you guys haven't, press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are listening on the podcast, a five-star review helps us get this out to more people because if they want to break in, we'll get the hard truth and we'll get them to break in. And then lastly, again, have a second book coming out that it will be my first year in to teach everybody who is trying to break in. You know, you can get it before you break in, but it's more designed for people who are trying to break in. They're going through the interview process, then they can get it or they get the job offer, then they can get it. So it kind of prepares them for what to expect once you guys break in and what's your first year, um, what I've done to have success and all that good stuff as well. But I also have that first book. If you guys are trying to break into medical device sales, new to medical device sales, the, the, um, Link is in the description and you guys can find that where, again, I go over how I got four job offers with no previous sales experience. I dive deep into my business plan manager um, messages. I sent managers what I did to get hired and, and so much more. So, again, if you guys are interested, pick that up. But I hope you guys have a great week. Again, stay with it. This is not an easy industry to uh, hang with. It can be a roller coaster up and down, but I will say from what I've seen, things are starting to open up. Uh, It's a good time to start going after it. And again, if you're hungry, anything's possible and you can make it. So appreciate you guys watching and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.